0: Welcome to Men's
1: Apparel Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're talking about the brand story and marketing strategy of my favorite apparel brand. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that tells the story of how the little brand that could is telling the story to make men's life better while selling lots of activewear. With us today is Adam Sidney, who is the CEO of Miles Apparel. Miles is an athletic brand with a passion for inspiring, more active, stylish, and healthier lives for men. Their mission is to deliver a fresh perspective on fitness that is driven by smart design and inspiring active men. Here's the second installment of Men's Apparel Week, where Adam and I discuss the product and marketing marriage for e-commerce. Okay, here's my conversation with Adam Sidney, CEO of Miles Apparel. Adam, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Great to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked about the beginnings of Miles and a little bit about the mission that you're on to not only be profitable and run a business that focuses on selling men's activewear, but also helping men understand and find the fit of health and wellness in their life. A lot of that is finding the right balance of not only your marketing message, but also how to talk about your products in a way that resonates with your core customers. We talked yesterday about how Miles isn't specifically built for the guy going to GNC, trying to win a weightlifting competition, or the CrossFit champion. It's for guys like me who are just trying to get a couple workouts in to stay healthy. On the flip side, your clothes are incredibly durable. I've run over 10 half marathons in my blue Miles apparel shorts. Talk to me about how you think about designing products for your customer, and what's the right fit for you?
2: For sure. And I would point out to all you GNC customers and CrossFit enthusiasts, we're happy to have you. (laughs) We're not excluding you. The shorts still fit. Yeah, the shorts still fit and work really well. I think that we're just sort of casting a broader net and saying that this is for however you want to stay healthy for yourself, right? However you want to exercise or on certain days not, it's comfortable. So... When we think about designing products for our customer, our customer is typically anywhere from sort of 25 to 45 age-wise, often educated urban professional or in a suburban setting. These are guys who have a lot of different activities. They typically are quite busy. They're oftentimes new dads. I think that our typical customer really appreciates the versatility and the durability and the sort of lack of visible branding on these things so that they they can really wear them lots of different places. A bunch of pretty funny anecdotes. You know, we like to go out and take pictures of us like trail running through some amazing, dramatic landscapes. But we also get very funny product reviews from people who are like, trail running is great and all, but you probably don't hear enough about how these is amazing to wear around your kids as they like throw their food at you. It just like cleans right off.
1: Okay, so the sweatshirts are water repellent.
2: Water repellent, stain resistant.
1: And it's great if you have a kid that's a newborn that throws up on you because let me tell you, (laughs) my second child is three weeks old and I've been wearing a lot of Miles hoodies.
2: (laughs) Right. So, we hear a lot of those stories. I mean, my friend Jesse, who wears these every weekend, he's like, Look, you can tell those stories about running marathons, and those are great, but I wear them every weekend. They never smell, I never have to wash them. It means that I get an extra 15 minutes to take a nap in the hammock with my daughter, and that's the most valuable time that I can think of. So, while we are very much enthusiastic about running, you know we have a run club, we work out, we have a gym in our office where we do high-intensity interval training. We do have some pretty extreme athletes on our team. And we also just love to hear those stories. So I think the name of the game for us is really the true versatility of the product. And I think a lot of people say versatility, but then don't necessarily show it or mean it Whereas you really can mow the lawn in these things, most of the products that we make, and then also work out in them in an extreme way. And they're extremely comfortable in each case. So I think that was a mission from the beginning. Again, the initial tagline, I think, was fitness is no longer the last frontier of style. And we're old enough that in 2013-14, when we were launching, there were still just a ton of neon striped Nike, Puma, whatever... You know, everything just kind of made it look like you were on a peewee soccer team, not the coach, like on the team. And like men needed something that was a little bit more classy, a little more versatile, a little bit less like virtue signaling that you're going to the gym.
1: So as you think about designing products now, not like the early days of the brand, is versatility still the goal? What's going through your head when you're going through the product design phase?
2: Yeah, I think versatility is one of the top things we think about. Obviously, quality and comfort from the physical standpoint is most important, but from design and the way we talk about it and merchandise it, versatility is absolutely one of the most important things. Even if we're making something like the Everyday Short is our bestseller and has been for a long time, when we choose colors, and we may choose some fashion colors for a season, would still choose something that would this look good with like a white Oxford cloth button down? versus say the switchback short, which is our running specific short, we might take a little bit more risk with color on that. Like we have a bright red color that I probably wouldn't wear as a pair of Chino's. But for the vast majority of the product, we're trying to choose designs and colors and features that aren't just screaming like I just came from the gym. Now, we hide these features, whether that's like a hidden zipper pocket somewhere or you know a button on the back of the Everyday Shorts. Basically, I look at something like the Everyday Shorts and say, this looks like an old pair of Bonobos Chino Shorts, right? But they're stretchy. They're completely waterproof, basically forever. A lot of our customers have had these since the first round in 2014 and 15, and they look exactly the same.
1: So when you think about the marketing of your products, obviously, versatility is important. You mentioned there's not a lot of branding on them, making sure that they are a little more, let's call it conservative than the traditional activewear, you know, not like you're on the Wee soccer team. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutnex. How do you think about marketing the products and highlighting the features in a way that gets that message across and still resonates with the people you're marketing to?
2: Well, I think that's something we're still learning, to be honest. We're in a market and a time with all the different media that's out there now, we're got to be a little more eye-catching than just, here's a strong quality piece of clothing, right? That sort of simple value proposition, while important, may not get the attention that you need at the top of the funnel.
1: What's the brand of jeans that Brett Favre has always... Wrangler? Wrangler, right. The real study for (laughs) Favre and his guys.
2: There's something to be said there too. I think that some of the brands out there that are doing the best right now, like Untuck It comes into mind. Mm -hmm. An incredibly simple proposition. These are shirts designed to wear untucked. And that's designed for that, right? What a just incredibly simple idea. And yet that resonates with their customers and has for a long time. So... I think as we consider all the different things we could say, we try to keep it simple. And the key things that I know resonate the most with our customers are the versatility, the color and style, the fit, the way the clothes look on people. It's a lot more like sort of the fit revolution that Bonobos started to usher in back in the day than traditional active wear that is often really baggy. So being able to wear something that looks tailored, but is also really comfortable and really durable is important. You know, And then just in general, we think there's just levels of care about. You start with something a little more direct, like you're going to love the way these fit, the way these look, the way these perform. And then as that person sort of gets into the top of the funnel and through along the way, you might start to add some other care abouts, layers of care, where we talk about our commitment to men's mental health or environmental responsibility. We have storytelling around the best thing you can do for the environment as an apparel brand right now is make stuff that is meant to last a long time so that you're not throwing it away. We may introduce other things around our extra miles program where you can return stuff you don't wear as much for a discount on a future order, so on and so on. So I think really as we design the product and as we talk about the product, it helps to be a little more direct and utilitarian and sort of give people selfish permission to buy the product, but then to feel good about it later I think it works best to go in that order rather than to kind of come out and claim to be some humanitarian cause. (laughs) First, you got to sell the utility of the product.
1: So in retail, there's the balance of being a mission-driven, story-driven brand, and then actually getting the various features across. Talk to me about from a marketing perspective, how you think about marketing miles the brand and the mission. And the actual pair of shorts that you want somebody to buy, or the sweatshirts, or the t shirts, or everything else that I happen to have?
2: We have to start with the fit and utility and functionality and quality of the product. I think that that is more important initially than, for instance, saying we partner with somebody like Everyman for men's health and wellness, men's mental wellness, or that we partner with the Renewal Workshop to repurpose and upcycle old product. Those are definitely important things but I think they're kind of tiebreakers. The customer wants to ultimately buy something for selfish reasons. And we're just trying to give people permission to do that. And then to make them feel good about the purchase later. I think even with something like Tom's Shoes or Warby Parker, everything they do for their communities and for the beneficiaries of their charity activity, that's great. But it wouldn't matter if the shoes weren't stylish and the eyeglasses weren't stylish and they weren't a good price. So we're focused on a good quality product at a very good price and designed in a way that works for the consumer. And then we talk about mission once people are into the brand a little bit more. And over time, I think that this could flip-flop, but it's not really something we lead with right away.
1: It's interesting. It's kind of the opposite of a B2B brand where... A lot of the times you're talking about the story, you're starting with the why, here is the reason why we're doing what we're doing, and working your way down to here's what the product is, do you want to buy it? And then retail or men's retail or e-commerce or fashion, you're saying essentially, hey, we have to be product driven because what people are looking for are the specific products. And then how we're building the relationship with them or getting them over the finish line is by telling them about all of the features, telling them about the virtue of the brand and introducing them into the mission.
2: I think that's right. I think ultimately, all the feel good stuff is amazing. And it drives us and it gives us a greater sense of purpose as the employees of the business. And that's really important to me. I don't think I could just come in and sell shorts every day without there being something bigger. None of that matters if you can't convince people that the product is really good. So we focus on more making the product really good. And we count on our customers to tell other people about it, even more than just trying to tell people how good it is. So I think we're really a product-first company and customer-first company. The other stuff will just naturally grow over time as people trust the brand for what we're here to do most, which is make great apparel.
1: And I think that plays into some of the marketing strategies, whether they are performance marketing or some sort of other channels to develop interest in the brand. And that's what we're going to talk about in our next episode. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Adam Sydney for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Adam and Miles' story, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about mastering and scaling e-commerce PPC growth channels. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Adam, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is A that's A S I D N E Y. Or you can visit his company's website, which is Miles Apparel, M Y L E S A P P A R E L.com.